0: This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm
1: the president of World Ministries International, and you're listening to the Warning Radio program. I have with me a senior pastor on Fire Ministries in Kingdom Christian Academy, uh, Pastor Matt Shea. He's also uh, an allied attorney with the Alliance Defending Freedom and affiliated attorney with the Pacific Justice Institute. He's retired, 12 year state representative former House Republican Caucus Chair, Washington State. Uh, welcome back, Matt.
2: Dr. Hanson, it is great to be back on with you.
1: Well, it's always it's always good to be with you. We've worked together over the many years, uh, conferences and, and programs and uh, from, from television with, uh, you know, Senator Val Stevens. And, um, you know, we're trying to stop same-sex marriage and we continue to lose ground you know just just the tremendous need for the church to awake for it to rise up for it to become once again a united army based on the word of god that can bring salvation and deliverance and can save a nation but um, what do you see happening right now that that is troubling concerning to you Matt
2: Well, I think that that something that flew under the radar, I haven't seen a ton of reporting on this, um, but something that flew under the radar was this. uh, On September 19th, uh, Pope Francis and uh, Mohammed bin Syed uh, adopted at the 7th Congress of Leaders of the World in Traditional Religions in Kazakhstan, adopted this document on human fraternity. Now, Mohammed bin Sayyid was the author of this, and he also has been the, the author of other things that, you know, can really kind of, with one big umbrella, be called Chrislam, or the trying uh, to merge of Christianity and Islam to make essentially one world religion. But the bigger, I think, part of this that happened, and this is, people don't know these names, so they kind of, they miss who you know the the import of what what's gone on so the, the other person that adopted this was the sheikh and grand imam of al Azhar university and the chairman of the muslim council of elders dr ahmed el Tayyib. and this man is is the head of the foremost sunni University of juris, Islamic jurisprudence in the entire world. So, Al Azhar University puts out a book called The Reliance of the Traveler, and that is the foremost law book in Sunni Islam. So, you're talking hundreds of millions of Muslims follow this teaching. So, the fact that the grand imam of Al Azhar University <coughs> and the Pope both put their stamp of approval on this uh, document on human fraternity. Uh, shows that there is a concerted effort to move toward a one world religion. Now I remember I remember when you and I first were doing conferences together and people were still saying, "Oh, that's never going to happen. This is just a conspiracy theory. Well, here it is. Literally here it is the attempt to merge Islam and Christianity, which obviously can never be merged. But they're attempting to merge these as one world religion under this document of human fraternity. So I would just raise that to the attention and the radar screen of everybody that is listening and and that watches your shows, because this stuff is real. It's happening right now. And they just ratified it here on September 19th.
1: Well, I, I agree with you. I I was watching that myself and uh, going in with the Abraham Covenant and other things, and they're they're certainly pushing for this one world religion, and uh, you you get into Chrislam. Uh, Christianity, Islam, and then uh, even Judaism. So they're really pushing this heavy right now, and they're going to form a one-world religion. I mean, that is something that's prophesied. It's in the Bible, and it's going to happen, and uh, the church better become aware of it because those that have a real relationship with Jesus Christ, we're left out. We're not going to be able to uh, agree with what they're saying we need to accept and worship, and that will bring persecution. Matt?
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. And what what I just would have seen here in this document uh, is a very subtle call to compromise. And let's, let's just be blunt about what this is. And as we've talked about many times, every pastor, every believer is going to be called to either and make a choice to either compromise or a call to commitment to Jesus Christ. And so... I see this um, and I I understand, too, that the you know, uh, that it might sound good to certain people. But but there's some key words in this document that I want to highlight. The first is they come after so-called religious extremism and national extremism. So this extremism narrative now is finding its way into this document. Well, who defines that? I mean the pope would obviously define protestants as extreme
1: you know because Definitely.
2: Right, we don't fall under the the corruption uh that was endemic to the Catholic Church. So so we're you know where does this go? This is this is what essentially this document is about is giving the moral imprimatur or the moral stamp of approval for a crackdown on people that are patriots and Christians. Well that's interesting. So Christian patriots now are being targeted worldwide. It's, and so that tells me that that's what the enemy fears most is people that are going to stand up, that are going to stand on the word of God, that are going to repent, turn toward God, not move back one inch, and who are going to stand up and defend America and Christendom. That's what they're most afraid of in this time.
1: And – and um... As I continue to read that article, and I've been studying this for a very long time, uh, the Pope is going to basically be the leader of, of all these religions. And you get right back into the Great Inquisition. I mean, that's why 66 million Christians were killed. They refused to come under the leadership of the Pope, uh, trying to replace Jesus Christ as the head of the church. And so this is, uh, it's coming into where now they're going to put teeth into what they've been organizing for a long time. I mean, persecution is coming. If you don't accept this uh, one world religion in the future.
2: That's exactly right. And there's going to be a stamp a mark that you have accepted. Some might say,
1: <laughs> "Yes,
2: yes." Right? Where we, have we read this before? I mean, we're, it's unfolding in real time. Yes. Right. And so, I think for for every believer out there, everybody listening to the show, uh, this just highlights the need for repentance. Um, we had a wonderful uh, uh, event on Sunday uh, that. That happened. It was just a move of the Lord, where people just started repenting and and cleaning their own houses. People were throwing uh, tobacco, uh, vape pens, drugs, everything up onto the platform, and that's what we need to see inside of His church. He wants His church, His temple, to be completely clean, and it's just an open invitation for us to lay all of that down right now and and recommit to Jesus Christ. Um, some that are listening right now, they have backslidden, but it all starts. That open door of relationship with the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ starts with repentance. Oh,
1: well, you're absolutely right. I mean, the gospel is one of repentance, right relationship with God, uh, coming back to um, Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior accepting what he accomplished for us uh, so we could have eternal life. I mean that is it in a nutshell and repentance is the key where we're no longer fighting God but now we're on his side. It's just that simple. We're on the side of God. We believe in what he's accomplished, what he's done. We believe in his morality. We believe in his authority. And so that is what we're basically looking at. uh, A fight between good and evil. And uh, uh, the Bible again has prophesied this is what's going to happen in the last days, and we're there, good and evil. And uh, it's playing itself out in the political arena where they're making laws to come against uh, good. And so everything is being turned upside down, and we're in a fight for the survival of, of the United States of America. We're in a fight to survive uh, whether we're going to be free to worship our Lord and our Savior, just like again what happened in the American Revolution. Matt?
2: Amen. Yeah, and you know, to, to underscore the global nature of this attempt to pollute the church, inside this document, it says, quote, the Catholic Church in Al are announced the pledge to convey this document to authorities, influential leaders, persons of religion all over the world, appropriate regional and international organizations, organizations within civil society, religious institutions, and leading thinkers. And then it goes down and says it again all azar in the Catholic church as a document to become the object of research and reflection in all schools, universities, institutes of formation. They, they, and then it says also that the declaration should, and the principles contained, and this is key, the principles contained in this declaration at all regional international levels should be translated into policies, decisions, legislative texts, courses of study and materials to be circulated. They're literally telling all of us how everything is going to be polluted. And so we know now in this time that as Christians, we should not be parts of these organizations that are trying to pollute, uh, that we should start our own schools uh, as churches. We should start our own universities as churches and, and continue to preach the gospel of the kingdom.
1: That is the only hope for mankind, and so we are in this 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 giant uh, spiritual battle warfare among the the nations, uh, with with the arch enemy of of Jesus Christ, uh, Satan himself, uh, working through men, operating through evil spirits, influencing the minds of men, which again come. You know, bring their tyrannical laws upon the people in the nations, especially Christians, and so we're in this gigantic battle, and this is what the church has to. Rel- really realize we're in a spiritual warfare and right now we're we're coming to the end of time so to speak and we better realize what's at stake Uh, do we want to continue the bible says some nations will fight this this anti-crisis be spirit and it's up to the church if america fights it or cooperates with it if they cooperate with it i'll tell you what christians are enemy number one matt
2: Christians will be enemy number one. So what do we do? What do we do in this time? Again, the open door of relationship begins with repentance. Uh, but then we need to move from that, obviously, into right relationship with the Lord and reading the word and taking the word seriously every day. Uh, interesting. I heard Benny Hinn just the other day was down at a pastor conference in Florida. heard Benny Hinn say this about Taking the word very seriously, I know that goes against some of the conventional thoughts of many, but that's what he was saying, and and I'm hearing this from many leaders. That and and it's exactly right. I mean, this is Holy Spirit saying, "Get in the word, be in right relationship, and then once you do that, and and God begins to increase your capacity to receive from Him, He is going to continue to build and build even greater the kingdom through each one of us." Now, I, I think the key is again we're supposed to be pushing back the darkness, not just sitting on the sidelines doing nothing. So once that open door of relationship happens through repentance, we need to be off the sidelines, getting involved at the local level in every possible way that we can, starting schools, becoming the media like you're doing right now, Dr. Hansen and many others are beginning to do across the country. And we're seeing as the truth spreads, that evil is losing its grip on power. And that is exactly what Jesus wants to see happen. He wants to see righteousness spread throughout the land.
1: We're on, the, we're on the verge of, I believe, the greatest revival in the world that the church has ever seen. It's, it's again, prophesied. It's documented. But again, we're on the verge of the greatest persecution. And a lot of this revival is going to come through persecution, sad to say. Uh, out of the ashes rises up a, a mighty revival. But um, uh, again, you and I, we're trying our best to sound the alarm like the Bible tells us to so the blood is not on us. And, and hopefully we can wake up the church in America to wake up this nation and that's what it takes uh, you know I, I spoke uh, Saturday uh, how to protect your soul and um, you know 2nd uh, Chronicles 2015 do not be afraid or discouraged because of the vast army for the battle is not yours but God's and I followed it up with Ephesians six eleven through 12 put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the this world and against spiritual wickedness in high Places. Uh, Isaiah 1:7, the cities are burning with fire. Your country is desolate. Land, strangers devour it. Uh, It is the Lord's battle, and the Lord's battle is our battle because He's the head, we're the body. He's given the body that assignment to carry on the battle and to bring victory to the nations, to bring victory to our individual people. Countries And ladies and gentlemen, uh, Eagle Saving Nations, this is a good place for me to put in a plug. The battle is the Lord's and he expects you and I to lead the battle, lead the charge like David, who cut off the head of Goliath and then led uh, the armies of Saul to victory over the Philistines as faith arose. Uh, again, eagles Saving Nations. Go to my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. Worldministries.org. Subscribe as we're trying to lead the battle. We're trying to get into the stadiums. We need again to turn right back, and the battle is God's, and He will help us defeat the enemy. But we must put on His breastplate of righteousness. We must put on His armor. We must be filled with the Holy Spirit. Again, go to my website and subscribe to Eagle Saving Nations. Help us as we try to have this tremendous battle. In America first, traveling through the nations, getting into the stadiums, bring it right back to the power of God. Matt?
2: Right back to the power of God. And it is going to be all of us, everyone listening to the show that is going to be leaders in this, that is going to be doing this in every single area of their lives. And I have I have great hope that not only is there a great apostasy occurring right now, but there's also and more importantly, a great awakening. And God, what an honor. He has put us in this time. and God, we love you for that. And we thank you for that. And thank you for sending your son, Father, to save us from our sin and to redeem this world in Jesus name.
1: Amen. Amen. You're listening to the Warning Radio program. My special guest, uh, Pastor Matt Shea, has been a friend of mine for a long time. I respect him so much and uh, as well as uh, what he did in Washington State. Uh, as he represented us, a former member of the House of Representatives. And I'll tell you what, uh, his voice is still needed there, uh, maybe in Congress itself. But, uh, you know, we, you know, pastors, pastors, especially in the past, they were in positions in the government, in Congress, and uh, the Senate, the House. And that's what kept America safe for a long, long time, is we had godly men ruling this nation. And so I believe it's always a combination of godly men in government, godly men in the church. Church that brings salvation to a nation. Matt,
2: it is uh, in these these two mountains. Uh, one has been abandoned for so long.
1: Yes, uh,
2: the idea that you know that government is is corrupt and therefore we can't have anything to do with it. Well, no, government's corrupt because Christians aren't involved in it. That's right. It's important to understand that. The Christian voting block is the largest voting block in America. It's also the largest voting block in America that's not registered to vote. It's also the largest voting block in America that is registered to vote but that doesn't vote. If you combine the Christian voting block with the voting block of veterans, so people that have actually put their lives on the line for this country, so Christians and patriots, you combine those two voting blocks, the veteran voting block Anywhere from 10 to 15 percent in any given jurisdiction of vote, you combine those two, this country is completely transformed overnight. That is the power of Christians engaging, Christians becoming the solution instead of being spectators on the
1: sidelines. If we're going to use the excuse that the government is corrupt, so let's not get involved. Well, I'll tell you what, every area of society is corrupt, including most churches. So what do we do? We just stay home. We go out in the field, uh, you know, uh, mountain men and try to survive on our own and, and drop out of society. No, no, no. That is a poor, poor excuse for not getting involved. Uh, they don't understand the Great Commission. We're supposed to make disciples of all nations. We are supposed to make disciples. We're supposed to rule rule and reign we're supposed to be involved in the government so somewhere along the line that theology that bad theology has greatly hurt the church Matt
2: that's exactly right this idea that uh, we somehow can't get our hands dirty or something like that's not what it's about we're actually bringing the light and God's cleansing into every single one of these areas you know some people say that sunlight is the best disinfectant for politics No, Jesus Christ is the best disinfectant for politics. He's the best disinfectant for our hearts and our families and our communities and our country. And the sooner we get back to this, the better it is. Blessing returns. And I mean, right now, all over the world, you have we're on the verge with nuclear exchanges in the Middle East with Iran on the verge of a nuclear exchange with Russia threatening it, and then all of a sudden the Nord Stream 2 and Nord Stream 1 pipelines appear to have been sabotaged in the Baltic Sea, and the video coming out of this is showing this, which is a clear precursor to what may be a war. We see President Xi and China disappearing for days at a time, which is exactly what happened just prior to the war with Ukraine. And we have the Chinese doing... Not, and I'm not just listening to their words. They're doing things that indicate a broader world. So all of these things are happening because Christians have not been involved. And I cannot stress this enough. This is where my own personal testimony comes from. I stood on the mass graves in Bosnia and I saw the result with my own eyes, skeletons with the hands still bound with wire, blindfolds still over the skulls. I saw the results of when Christians sit back and, with a bag of popcorn, watching things happen instead of being the kingdom that God has called us to be. In, in Luke 17, it's really clear. He says that the kingdom of God is inside you. And that word in Greek is entos, which means, and it, and it is an adverb. In other words, it's describing an action. It's not an adjective describing a noun. It's an adverb describing an action. In other words, the kingdom is supposed to be alive and moving inside us and among us. It's not supposed to be something that's dormant or put on a shelf. That is ultimately the gospel of the kingdom that Jesus Christ is alive. Jesus Christ is active. Holy Spirit moves in power. And God wants to use every
1: single vessel. Do that for his glory and honor and praise. Amen. We are the kingdom. We walk with that authority. We carry that mantle. Jesus gave you that assignment to be ambassadors, to go make disciples of all nations. We move with revival. We are the kingdom of God. We bring the kingdom of God. We usher it in the nations. If you go into a nation and... uh, You see, the church is at peace. Something is wrong because the church needs to be at war with a culture unless that nation is already one for Jesus Christ. But no nation is one for Jesus Christ. We have this tremendous responsibility to bring the battle to the enemy and win the nations, win them for the Lord. Matt? Win them for the Lord. Win them for the Lord. Win them for the Lord. When it says
2: make disciples of all, it says preach the gospel to all in the Greek. All means all. And so he does want us to go do that. And just you by yourself can't do that. Just me by myself. We can't do that. It's going to take all of us to stand up right now and do this. And when we see the kingdom being spread throughout this earth, We see the high places torn down. We see evil ending, like the killing of unborn children or the castrating of children in the name of transsexualism and gender identity. And we see, and this is key, identity restored. One of the best speeches I've heard in a long time came from the new Italian prime minister. She was talking about how the whole... Bent of Satan is to steal identity, steal my identity as a husband, as a father, steal my identity as a son in his kingdom, steal my identity as a Christian. It's all about stealing identity. And once we realize who we are in Christ, nothing will be able to stop that. Nothing in this world, no power, no scheme, no plan, no nation, no threat. Nothing will be able to stop that
1: move of God. Amen. Again, you're listening to the Warning Radio Program. just special guest today was uh, Senior Pastor Matt Shea, uh, On Fire Ministries, Kingdom Christian Academy, out of Spokane, Washington. If you're in the area, drop in. Visit the church. He's a great pastor, a great leader. Again, the Warning Radio Program. Click on Eagle Saving Nations on my website, www.worldministries.org. We need to take back America. We need to take back the nation. Subscribe today and let's bring Pentecost once again around the world. May God richly bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Founder and President of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International. Post Office Box 277 Stanwood, Washington 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org.